This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, hello, Joanna. Hello, Nate. And hello, all of you, and thank you for listening to the show. We are Stranger Than, a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. What are we talking about today, Joanna? We're talking about tulpas today. This was your fucking idea, you know? Yeah, I know. But I, I would like to thank you for telling me about it and suggesting it as a topic for our next show because... You know, I thought I'd seen, like, a lot of shit out there on the internet that involved, like, some really fucking, like, weird people, but tulpas, it just, like, opened up, like, a, a whole nother door to that. Well, I'm glad that I could help with that. <laughs> just, just truly, like, uh, what in the fucking fuck? Well, you and know are I... you fucking serious right now? Were those... <laughs> Those phrases went through my head like a lot when I was watching stuff about it and reading stuff about it. So, yeah. And Twin Peaks, I really tried to fucking watch Twin Peaks. It's one of those ones I've like wanted to watch for like a super long time, obviously because it's like connections uh, to near to where we live. And then, yeah, it was like a total, totally like, you know, popular show and... I just fucking couldn't do it. It was just too weird. I don't know. I just, maybe I wasn't in the right mood for it, but. It is a really weird show. Yeah. That's, that's definitely the truth. But tulpas. Tulpas. So a tulpa, it's actually an old thing. It's from Tibet. It's from Tibet. It's a bean that they would create or an object that would they would create by imagination and visualization techniques. The idea of a tulpa is different in the ancient way than the way that's used popularly now. Which is totally fucking weird as shit. It is weird. It is fucking weird. It's basically a bunch of people like, I mean, tulpa mancing. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's all very strange. So, okay, so basically, folks, tulpa is like an imaginary friend. That you fucking create in your own mind and suddenly you convince yourself is an actual person. It takes on, it It becomes, so to speak, in your mind, like a, an actual, like, a autonomous, sentient being. An extra consciousness. Yes. And then sometimes, like, this consciousness can take over your body. And those ones were really fucking weird to watch on YouTube, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. The Tibetan idea of tulpa is a little bit different than how it is used now. There's an ancient technique for creating an independent, acting, and free-willed entity. And at first, the entity is purely in your mind, but eventually it can take on a physical form. And it, there are some stories where it could be observed by other people, in addition to by the person who has created it. 
So that's a little bit more badass, is that, like, basically creating a fucking another entity with your yeah. mind. Like, one that actually does affect shit. the actual world yes. and yeah yeah that would be that would be pretty cool well maybe it's just what these people on the internet are trying to do <laughs> the new school stuff is kind of weird the old i mean the old school stuff is kind of weird too but the old school stuff is way more of like a badass power yeah i totally wish i could like you know summon my own entity but then that would be something i probably feel like i would regret doing like i think i'd want one right but then i wouldn't because like whatever well, tulpa i create would probably be causing some fucking mayhem well since they do have their own free will it is possible for them to go rogue and you know act against their creator there are ways to get rid of the tulpa but it's a real pain in the ass and mm-hmm. they may fight against it so it could take weeks to get rid of some unruly tulpa and and how do you have to exhausted. get rid of it like do you have to like stop wish it away it, guess, you have to wish just... it away ignoring it while it's trying to dude is freddy krueger a tulpa it could be could be Uh, some tulpas could be created spontaneously usually as a result of several minds concentrating on the same thing so in the case of freddy krueger all these kids are freaked out about this guy who died and supposedly Mm -hmm. comes back in their dreams and then he starts showing up in their dreams and then coming through the dreams physically manifesting himself yeah and murdering them And this could be a person, a place, a thing, or an idea. Mm. So basically, it's a noun. There's a story told in Tibet that they completely believe to be true. This is considered more history than it is like a myth or a legend. And it's about a merchant who is traveling, and his hat blows off his head. And the hat lands in some bushes, and it's a nice soft felt hat, and it's got them Mm -hmm. ear flaps. You know, because it's cold as shit in Tibet, so they got to keep their ears warm. Now, it's not good luck for you to pick up your hat that the wind has blown off in Tibet, apparently. So he didn't want this bad luck at on his journey, so he didn't pick up his hat. I'd be like, fuck it, that's cold. I want my fucking hat. Uh, he was close to the village. I mean, he was oh. just outside the village, so he could buy a new hat there. He's a merchant. He's got some money. Okay, that's true. They must make a lot in the hat industry, then. Yeah. They do have those really cool kind of like Peruvian little hang-down braided hats. I like that style. I got Tibetan ones, though. Yeah, but they're Tibetan. Right. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. There must be a high market for fucking hats in Tibet if you're like, it's totally fucking bad luck to pick up your hat that gets blown the fuck off. Right. Hopefully they're not too expensive, you know? Right. Hopefully they're a little bit windproof. Do you think they make them more windproof so that people don't lose them? Or do you think they make them less so that they lose them more? I don't think they are capitalist pigs like we are. Because <laughs> <laughs> only a fucking American would think that. Yeah, way. they're they're probably more like, no, I want to make a good hat because right. <laughs> hats are important because it's cold as fuck here. Rather than let's make them actually worse so that people have to buy more of them. Right. Oh, God, we're fucking awful sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a few weeks go by and the merchant has done his rounds and he's now he's coming back to that same city he was at. And he passes the same thicket his hat blew mm-hmm. into, but it didn't look like his hat anymore. It had been outside in, you know, Tibet for a few weeks, so it was kind of yellowish brown, and the ear flaps kind of stuck up a little bit. It made it look vaguely like an animal. So he passes by, and it kind of freaks him out. He's like, that's a weird critter in there. Mm-hmm. And then keeps going to town, and he tells some townspeople that there's this weird animal thing, thing. that's in yeah, the okay. bushes up in front of town. So people in the village start warning other people that there's this creature outside their town. 
some people start calling it a demon, then it, you know, game of telephone, it becomes a devil. It's just a fucking hat, but it's, <laughs> they think it's a devil. So one day there's people passing it and it starts to twitch a little bit. So like the people thought this for like a long time or something. Yeah, for like, months, for months. Like these, oh, there's, these there's that going fucking on. devil hat that's just. Well, they don't know it's a hat. Fucking... They just think it's a devil in there. Right, but nobody wants to go weird. and like poke it with a stick it's or something. A I mean, devil. <laughs> You're gonna poke the devil in the eye with a. There's stick? not one skeptic to be like, you know, that looks kind of like a hat to me. Apparently not. Let's go up and fucking take a close. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it twitches about one day when people are passing it, so they run off. Uh, the next day, it starts to pulling itself out of the bushes. And the day after that, it starts chasing people down the path. The hat starts fucking chasing people? It's enough people believed it to be a devil that it became a devil. It's a tulpa. It's like a fucking hat devil. And that story, like I said, is is not considered a myth. It's considered to be the truth. And that's basically the, the beginning of the legend of the tulpa? No, that's just a, a story to... Did they already believe in tulpas? Yeah, that tulpas are something that were believed in before 2009 when they started becoming big on the internet. Well, yeah, but when did the fucking hat thing happen? Oh, I don't know. It didn't say a date. It didn't say, like, you know, fucking 700 AD, <laughs> merchant walking through Tibet. It's just a story. Right. But if they consider it part of history... I don't know what to tell you. All right. Probably they are more, it's more passed down through word of mouth. That's true. I mean, people take the Bible to be completely literal, and there is no dates in there. That's interesting. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. Just be, well, just because, you know, I think some of the things that you can actually show happen, like, historically, you can date that. It takes a while, though, because all the pharaohs are just called pharaoh. They don't leave right. any sort of name. Right. It's not up until, I think it's King David has the first event that happens that can be historically corroborated. I okay. may be wrong. It may be a little bit later, but I, I I think it was King David. Yeah. But then here's a story of how an object can be become imbued, which I guess kind of goes into the Bible a little bit. It's another story of a merchant, but it's a merchant and his it's mother. another fucking merchant again, huh? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Dude, you got to sell things. <laughs> There's a, a big industry of going from place to place and Not selling sure shit. Sure. I fucking like want to buy, you know, just totally like take everything a fucking merchant says is... Uh... To be true because i feel like merchants can tell some fucking tales maybe they're out there to sell shit i don't know again i think that's your fucking that's my fucking capitalist, capitalist pig, pig talk right there yeah your capitalist pig talk <laughs> <laughs> your capitalist pig latin from my fucking capitalist attitude as a fucking spoiled american right that right that they're saying? always trying, these merchants they're probably actually trying to you know give people bargains and stuff yeah maybe i don't know maybe people have just always been shit okay like <laughs> that's possible <laughs> that's possible well in this particular one you know the merchant's a filthy liar anyway he lies to his fucking See? mother what i fucking tell you but he does it for a good reason all right well tell me why the fucking liar merchant has so he's going to some holy land to trade his shit and his mom wants him to bring him a relic from this holy land mm -hmm. well the first year he goes he forgets the second year he goes he forgets again Dude, what the fuck? Third year he goes, he forgets again until he's on his way back home. He's like, fuck. Three years. My mom is old. I'm an asshole. Yeah. And so he sees on the I side totally of the road. I clearly don't think about other people, like, ever. 
Not at all. No, he's just there going to the Holy Land to sell some shit. Mm -hmm. And then buy shit probably to sell back when he gets home. Yeah, he's just having a good fucking time. He's not thinking about what his mom asked of him, like, again, because right? she's not even occupying his fucking selfish fucking thoughts. Yep, that's right. So he sees a skull at the side of the road, and he yanks a tooth out of it. Mm. And he cleans it all up, so it's not, you know, got guts and shit on it. I don't think teeth have guts on them. Uh, probably it's dirty. Gum guts. What? Gum guts. <laughs> and it was a skull, so maybe just road dirt. Mm-hmm. So he cleans it all off, wraps it in silk, and he tells his mother that it was a precious relic from the Holy Land. <laughs> so she takes this, like, dog tooth or whatever and puts it in the family shrine and burns incense and lights candles for it, and she totally venerates it, and other people come and they start doing the same thing, and... Then the tooth begins to glow. It begins to glow or grow? Glow. 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 And this story leads to Tibetan saying, which I won't try and say in Tibetan because I can't, but uh, the Tibetan saying is, if there is veneration, even a dog's tooth emits light. I'm sure it's way more poetic in Tibetan. Yeah. But that's what it means. Basically, if you all just like, focus hard enough on it pretty much fucking... i mean do you know how many jesus's foreskins they found throughout history i didn't even know that there was one jesus foreskin found. well there had to yeah well i mean he was a jewish guy so yeah right yes there was definitely a, a foreskin that got separated but mm -hmm. tons people there are, are all kinds of holy jesus foreskins that have been produced throughout history as things you know good luck in battles and shit actual foreskin right yeah that's gonna bring you luck i believe the vatican finally had to say no no there are no more jesus foreskins out there <laughs> we have the only one that's actually his foreskin <laughs> because of all... course they would have that well the vatican and their vaults underneath the city have probably everything probably a fucking unicorn down there probably so we should do an episode on that for sure that would be yeah and a lot to read mm -hmm. well just watch uh the borgias there we go yeah there we go <laughs> that's all the research you need right there i always try and find like research and television shows that's probably the best it's probably the best it's like oh tulpas i've always wanted to watch twin peaks except then i fucking couldn't like wow this is weird it pissed me off that i had to like text you about it finally because I couldn't remember the name and I'm trying to like look at all these like Twin Peaks like references and like what's the thing from Twin Peaks and then it just gives me a bunch of shit about fucking like evil Bob and blah 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 and I'm just like oh my god what's the fucking name of it you know <laughs> I knew it started with a T and I couldn't figure the, the fuck out oh uh, yeah so no finally, they don't really finally I had to text you and be like all right tell me again what the fuck this thing is I don't even believe they say the word Tulpa in Twin Peaks until the third season near the end oh wow so. yeah not just anyone in Tibetan Buddhism can create a tulpa. They are well. That's good to know that not just anybody, not just can anyone, do can it. just be doing it. And, and because if remember, this is if it's if you're strong enough, you can make these things physical. Right. Or if they become strong enough, they will become physical. Yeah, we're still on badass. Right. Tulpa. Yes, and so there are the Nalajorpas or the Tulkas. The Nalajorpas, which is probably not how you pronounce it, 
renounce all their material comforts. They don't have a bunch of shit. They are not overindulging in food and all that kind of stuff. So that's what kind of what you think about when you think of a monk, I think. Right. They have, like, And because of this, they get their, you know, their powers. Yeah. No possessions. They're just like free of everything. And then the tulkas are llamas, not the animal, obviously. I was going to um, say like actual llamas. Yes, actual llamas. Uh, Llama no, monks. <laughs> no, the the tulkas are, are, a llama is a teacher of the dharma. Okay. They are able to choose to reincarnate into a bodhisattvas. Which is, what the fuck is that? It's a spiritual state on the way to becoming a Buddha. So, so the, that seems pretty next level right there. Right, right. <laughs> so spiritually speaking, they are pretty much badasses there. They can choose to reincarnate and then into this higher state. Interesting. A tulpa can also be used malevolently because since it's an idea. Well, that's the what I fucking be using a tulpa for. Because it can be just an idea, right? So right. you can just really be forcing, focusing your will on doing someone bad. And that bad thing you focus on can possibly happen. Now, if it doesn't happen, it may backfire and hit you. Or it, it can be. still like do what it's supposed to, but then also backfire. I feel like this was an episode of the X-Files had a tulpa. That's it was like possible. the fucking garbage tulpa. It was oh, it was the great one. It's one of my favorite ones where they live on this like perfect street with all these like perfect people that have to abide by all like the the like the neighborhood code and everything. Oh yeah. But they have like a tulpa that like if you fuck up and like start like leaving garbage out or don't do any you know fuck up the aesthetics of the neighborhood in any way. This fucking tulpa comes up and fucking kills you. Yeah, that I mean that's a that's an example of it as mm -hmm. well. Enough of the people in the neighborhood are so focused on this that. Cause yeah, one dude that lived there that like was on like the fucking you know neighborhood council or whatever president of the homeowners association I think he had been to like Tibet or something. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so there yeah, you go. Just, it's totally putting that all together for me right at this moment. There you go. God, I fucking love the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to here. There's a, most of these people are monks and you know people who are trying to get enlightened, so they're not really into the whole malevolent angle of these things right uh, they normally use it to overcome things about themselves so it's not even a permanent construct so if they want to get rid of a specific phobia or desire they will create a tulpa that will help them get over that and once they get over it it will disappear its job is done that's really weird so if you're afraid of spiders maybe the tulpa will somehow show you that spiders are nothing to be afraid of what by being like a giant fucking spider not necessarily maybe not. by being a fly and showing that the spiders only do what it is they do because they're a spider or some such what have you yeah i don't know i totally use my tail for fucking evil you would be a i'm yeah, just like be, that kind of person monk I'm just that kind of person, you know, like you just can't give me like any amount of power because I will not use it for good. I will use it for evil. I want to think I'll use it for good, but I think if I had a superpower of any kind, I would be fucking <laughs> doing some bad shit with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Dalai Lama does not do bad stuff, and he is partly a tulpa of Chenrezig, which is the embodiment of the compassion of all Buddhas. So the current Dalai Lama. Hmm. Is it Tulpa? Yes. Partly a Tulpa. Of Chenrezig. <laughs> and Chenrezig is the embodiment of the compassion of all Buddhas. Okay. So that's a pretty nice dude. I guess so. 
other people in Tibet are the Bon or Bonpo people. It's a kind of a sect of, well, some people believe it to be a pre-Buddhist religion in Tibet. Others believe it to be a small sect of Tibetan Buddhism. So it either happened before Buddhism got there or it arose in the 11th century. But they have magicians called Ingaspas that can make tulpas. Just make a tulpa up here? Pretty much. A magic wand? I don't think there's much wands. I think it's a lot of... Focused energy? Yeah, focusing their minds. <laughs> you know, if you put your mind to anything. Or if you put your mind to something. Right. I have a... I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge believer in the power of our minds. I just don't know if that's... Um, one that I can really buy into a lot that you can like actually make something physically manifest. I don't think I could. No, I'm pretty sure I couldn't either. But I think like, you know, you can probably make shit move possibly with your mind. Maybe. And you can fucking curse people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't know if I can actually like make, you know, a physical being out of nothing. It's a strangely specific thing to have been talked about for so long and for it to be completely bullshit. Right, right. Like, mm. I, I I, don't know. But, like, the the thing with, like, the tooth, that's, like, a little bit more realistic to me because you didn't, like, make the tooth up. It just made something that was already there, like, glow. Right. Only made it glow. Only made it glow. In Indian Buddhism, <laughs> they believe tulpas are the way that the arhats, which are those who have attained nirvana, are able to travel through those heavenly and spiritual realms. Apparently, in ancient Buddhism, there's a text that talks about how Buddha filled the sky with projections of himself. I don't know why he did it. Just because maybe he just likes how he looks. Probably trying to teach someone something. Probably. That sounds like... kind of like what Buddha does. <laughs> I'm sure there was like a lesson involved somehow. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope so. <laughs> It's like a fucking ABC special. It is an ABC Here's special. Here's what Buddha's trying to show us this time, folks. Uh, tulpas are sort of a, a part of a thought form. Right. And so apparently there are four kinds of thought forms. Bad and thoughts. Joanna's kind, right? Are they, that may be, <laughs> I think that actually is actually in there. Bad, evil. Well, there's ones that take the form of the thinker, so of the person okay so then, so this would be like evil joanna tulpa right you'd it'd be like you projecting your form mm -hmm. and it would work autonomously and is, and would be mentally aware and it would be existing at the same time as you so you'd be both doing your own thing i feel like maybe i need a tulpa like can my tulpa just do my work shit and then i can be free to like <laughs> well it's said that it's able to appear in a different city or country or whatever depending upon uh, where the person is concentrating. Hmm. So I mean, I mean, I was thinking more like clone for that problem, but maybe Tulpa is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you you could, you know, at least have a chance of getting rid of it without having to kill it, and then fake your own death or whatever, right? Which may be okay anyway. Now, like an example of this particular of the projecting the thought form of the thinker is in World War Two. A Franciscan friar was said he was like praying to save the city in Italy that the Americans were going to bomb. Mm -hmm. And he 
the bombing run failed because of the large friar-looking dude that was projected into the sky over the city. I only read that in one place. Hmm. But through his prayer and through his strong want to protect the city, he just kind of created a, a image giant, of himself. Like, projection of himself. Just with his hand out or whatever. And it's like, stop. And the bombers were like, oh, shit. And veered off or something. I'm not 100%. I think he's a fucking liar. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he was a Franciscan friar. <laughs> so they are known for their their lies. That's right. Uh, there's another report. This is this may be a little bit racy, Joanne. I'm not sure if this is going to be I think something. I can handle it. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> well, this is a report from a philosopher named Michael Grosso. This is present day. Okay. Apparently, he met some lady in London. They had some crazy love affair, and he had to go back home to New York, and she was going to meet him later on in New York. Mm-hmm. And she had some visa problems, and she couldn't get there right away. So one night, he was fantasizing, he said, rather intensely about fucking her, basically. Right. Well, she probably sent him some, you know, like hot pics or something. Something, yeah. And she said that she swears he was in the room with her that night. That while she was in bed, she felt him and, like, felt him and was fucking him, too. And she swears she wasn't asleep. She said she felt his body and recognized his voice. And so apparently he lusted so bad that he was able to manifest, like, that's a hell of a dick pic? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you would classify that as. It's definitely not your average dick pic, though. No. But no. he didn't, like, manif- but he, he didn't physically feel her? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was just her. Yeah. And she wasn't even thinking about it. Apparently not. He was the one thinking about it so much that she thinks that he was there, like, fucking her in the bed. Yes. Okay. I think they're fucking full of shit. It's possible. <laughs> because, really, who? there's no way to corroborate That's the story. just some weird fucking, like, fetish fantasy thing, I feel like. Maybe. Or just people that are really, like, convinced of, like, things that, I don't know. There's some fucking weird people out there. Yes, there are some weird As I fucking learned doing fucking tulpa research. Jesus fucking <laughs> yeah. Christ. Oh my God. So the other kind of tulpa, the second kind, is the kind that can take the form of a material object. Uh, this object isn't necessarily an inanimate object, so it isn't. It doesn't have to be a cup, just something that is material. Uh, apparently, this is like also a car. known... Like sometimes I think my car is a transformer, but or a maybe person. it's a tulpa. Or a person. This is that's why they call this is also known as a doppelganger. That's it, weird. I thought doppelganger was just a different thing. Yeah. Or just somebody that looked a lot like you that wasn't any relation to you. Yeah. But apparently this is also known as a doppelganger. Hmm. And uh so they're visible, they can touch, they can be touched. Uh they can manipulate Oh, is things. it called a double doppelganger because it it's it's actually not like uh, it's taking on the form of a thing, but it's not that actual thing. It's like right. a replica of it, that thing. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I get you. And so it can manipulate the physical world and, you know, it can be manipulated by the physical world. Now, the story I have about this, I've got two stories about this. One happened in 1991. And it was a Deborah Mann that reports this instance. This guy, George Hensley, heading back to college he was going through wyoming mm -hmm. and 
the way he needed to go to get to college, I think he was going to Laramie or some shit, but the way that he needed to get there was blocked off with snow and there was cops saying, you got to go around, man. He didn't want to go around. He wanted to just go I like through. I going around, like, probably involved, like, hundreds of miles. Oh, yeah, you I'm know, sure Because, it did. like, I, probably the highways are few and far between. Oh, yeah, there's not... Out that way. Right, it's not super populated. So he waits it out, waits for the cops to leave, and then just goes that way, goes to the canyon. A little ways past where the cops were, he's a, he sees a hitchhiker. So he picks him up and asks the hitchhiker's going to drive because George is super tired. Uh, George notices that the hitchhiker... George must have a lot of confidence. Well, he noticed that the hitchhiker looked a, a lot like him, like a younger him. Huh. And he was and wearing... that's why he picked him up? And he was wearing his lucky jacket that you, he used to wear in World War II. So he picked him up, oh, and asked him to like, drive. This guy was in World War II and still kind of young. Well, like it looked Ish. like him. It looked like you've, if you oh, saw yourself. That was just, just okay. No, no. Yeah. So you're driving and you see younger Joanna wearing your jacket from when you were in junior high or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah. I like the cut of your jib. You should drive. I'm tired. Mm, I don't know. I'd be pretty weary of anybody these days. Oh, wait. But this was 1991. True. Which is it was like a different time. Long time ago now, and that's awful. It was when Twin Peaks was on the air, actually. <laughs> right? How crazy is that? Yeah. So the hitchhiker says he'll drive, and they drive through the canyon, and wakes George up, and George starts driving for a little while, and then the hitchhiker is like, "I got to get out." Hitchhiker gets out. This is my stop in the middle of nowhere. And he later on learned that the canyon was completely blocked with snow, and there was no way it would have been able to get through there. So, so the Tulpa somehow took him through. This guy was a Tulpa who magically transported him. That's what they're saying. Hmm. That's the explanation for this story. Okay. And then the other one is this is the pretty famous one about Alexandra David Neal. Mm-hmm. She was the first Western female llama, not the animal, but the teacher of Dharma. And in the and she was also a, a Tibetan explorer. So she learned of tulpas and decided that she was going to make one. And so she did. After months of seclusion, she managed to manifest a Friar Tuck-like tulpa. So, A Friar Tuck tulpa. Yeah. So, you know, the the monk haircut mm-hmm. where it's just the top of the head and brown robe. Yeah. Probably portly. Hopefully with booze. Well, not every friar is like the fucking Robin Hood friar. Right. But she that's the one that she like, was. Some of them are probably assholes. But this was the one that she is... was aiming for. This is the one she was She's trying like, to I manifest. want the one out of goddamn Robin Hood. That's right. I want right. the fucking friar tuck from Robin Hood. Because that's right. He's also, he's really awesome because of his like non-friar like. Or whatever. Personality traits. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't, he's not exactly like your typical friar, I don't think. Robin Hood. No, he's a drunk. Yeah, he's a drunk who's like not all that holy and you know not very judgy. No, not not super judgy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I can see that. Yeah. So she right. she managed so to. Tuck appears. She manifests. Yep, she manifests Tuck with her fucking uh, mind. She's able to see it and feel it. And but no one else can. At some time, at other at times, others around her said they could see him. But then he started to change. Uh-oh. Started thinning out a little bit. Looking a little bit evil around the eyes. And it was not no longer really under her control. And so she decided that she was going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And it took her a half a year and exhausted her, but she managed to get rid of it. Jeez. 
I wonder what he was doing during that time. I don't know. Like, do they sense that you're trying to get rid of them and then start getting, like, more violent? Probably. And if you believe they can kill you, can they kill you? Can they kill you even if you believe they can't? If, they, <laughs> if, you're no, if they're no longer under your control, then... Hmm. And if it's physically manifesting, I mean, possession? Yep. That's weird. There's... This the is why the, well, there was a couple of times before I kind of grasp the idea of what was going on with Tulpa Man seeing and there's a couple of YouTube videos like, okay, here's the instructions on how to create a Tulpa. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to fucking know. It's like the ring video. Exactly. <laughs> I totally like, felt like that. And in seven days, you're going to have a pony hanging out on your bed. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, like, oh, it's like, no, it's like the fucking ring, that goddamn YouTube video. Yeah. I watch, I'm going to fucking die. Like, no. I don't want to... <laughs> It's like no, I do not want to know how to fucking create a fucking toll, but I just want to like know about them. All right, like can we not fucking do that? <laughs> Trying to sneak it in on you. I totally. I was like, oh my god, have there actually been like lives ruined over this fucking like YouTube video? I don't know. It's you possible. Know. Could could happen. The third type of thought form is one that takes its own form. And so this is either a positive or negative energy that's projected into someone's aura, which is the protective field of energy that surrounds a person. And a strong aura will keep out external influences while the weak aura lets them in. So it's hmm. like a spiritual immune system of sorts. Or maybe that's just because fucking people aren't fucking just like that. That's possible. In general. You know, like there's the people that you can totally peer pressure and then the people that you fucking can't. That's their social aura. <laughs> so an example what color of this, is mine? What color is my social aura? Can you see it? I can't see yours. I can't see yours either. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Except <laughs> that maybe it doesn't fucking exist. Maybe it doesn't, but maybe it does. A lot of people believe in things they can't actually see, hear, or feel. Well, maybe it's because they think we just haven't invented a way to see them yet. That's possible too. So an example of this would be a mother that's super overprotective and her intense desire to shield her child from all the bad stuff eventually ends up fucking up the child because it's got an overprotective mother that doesn't let it do anything okay but you know you don't know what it's like to have a fucking kid <laughs> all mothers mostly are over fucking protective like i mean like the sort of like not let him out of the house you know you can't Go do this. You can't go do that. Well, like, yeah, because the world is fucking terrifying and people are trying to fucking kill you at all times. And moreover, they're trying to fucking kill your children. All right. You listen to a lot of true crime. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I have literally spent like so many hours thinking about terrible things that can fucking happen to my children. And like. <laughs> yeah, I think we've actually covered this before. <laughs> yes. Yes. The fire. The yes. house fire yes. situation. Yes. Yes, for sure. So this... I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't want. I don't want to fucking hear that there's some like weird fucking thing that I'm doing to my fucking kids' aura because <laughs> I am like so fucking terrified of shit happening to them. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. Or Move so... on to the next one. Do another fucking example. Okay, we got another example. So a couple, like a, a husband and wife, or two husbands or two wives or whatever, are it's not working out with them, and they're gonna break up. And so they get a divorce and the negative bottled up anger and resentment that's caused from all of this stuff attaches to a person. So bad shit starts to happen 
to that person just because of all the bottled up, all the resentment and everything. And so it's like a poltergeist haunts a person is how the bad thoughts would, in essence, haunt the person they were attached to. Okay, now this is like just hitting too close to home. I don't fucking like that shit either, okay? Because, you know, it's like sometimes your life just feels like totally fucking cursed and that's just way too, I don't know. Like, I literally feel like, you know, like, oh my God, like, something just fucking has it out for me and just causes all these fucking, like, things that happen in my fucking life that are just, like, completely fucked up. Maybe. Maybe this and, idea you know, of tulpas is, uh... <laughs> it's not as far-fetched as I thought it was. Yeah. Or maybe just, like, bad fucking shit happens to people and, you know, maybe you, you are creating your own fucking shitty Tulpa. world. Not even a fucking tulpa, but just like you're just making your life shittier when you're super fucking bitter over stuff like divorce. And what have you. And that it just totally uh, has a total effect on your relationships with other people and how you react to things in the world. So just the shittier you are and the shittier you feel as a person, the shittier your life is going to continue to be. Or maybe it's all just a tulpa of sorts and you need to figure out how to <laughs> dissipate your tulpa. Yeah, you need to I just the feel other like that's kind of like the easy way out. That's the easy way out of saying that, you know, you have a shit attitude about things and that, you know, shitty things happen to everybody. And so they've happened to you. Shitty things do happen to everybody. That's definitely true. Yeah. So it can't all be tilpas. Maybe it can be. But I think maybe if these people things that... happen without one's knowledge, then. <laughs> I guess maybe so. There's some fucking like bunch of tulpa shit action going on right now and then the fourth type sort of goes with the third type in a way it's also known as an egregore and this is an autonomous entity that is created by and affects a group of minds some examples of it are that it's created when people are galvanized to something so like a religious or political or social something that occurs uh, the thought form can last around it for a short amount of time or for centuries, depending upon the conviction of those who created it. So many religions, things like political movements that last for a long time, you know, uh, like communism, communism, right? <laughs> uh, the whole resurgence of their, all these Nazis that are fucking now around and that's could be the Nazis, same sort of deal. Fucking tulpas. An autonomous entity that is created and affects a group of minds. Weird. This, could be a reason for, you know, places that are holy places that a lot of people have gone and prayed to. They've dumped a lot of their emotion and thoughts into it. Mm -hmm. And so when you go there, you get a feeling of contentment or something. Or perhaps some people report going through different fields in all over America, England, everywhere, and seeing ghostly workers or ghostly battles. Maybe that's another form of this. It affects a group of minds and is created by them. So it's like basically people create ghosts. That's what it's saying, yeah. People are go or people can create ghosts. Hmm. So that's some some crazy shit there. That is some pretty crazy shit. It definitely gives one pause. Yeah, but that's all the older way of looking at things. Almost more, the more traditional, more traditional way. That's what I'm looking for. More traditional way of doing it. The Western idea and the modern Western idea of Tulpas is a, a little bit different. It has less to do with any sort of outward projection for other people. It it seems to have less to do with 
like what the monks would use it for is in trying to get rid of phobias and teach themselves lessons and things like that. No, this just seems like a lot of really sad fucking people that don't have any fucking friends in their life and they're creating their own imaginary friend. Who when drawn out looks like fucking some like anime character. It's just like oh my fucking god. <laughs> it's it is it's really it is weird. Tulpamancing. Tulpamancing like is what it's thing. called. Now, one thing is that it's not a mental illness. Because it's yeah, well, being a it, loser people, is not a fucking mental illness. <laughs> many people who have mental illness and a tulpa report they feel improvement in whatever their condition is due to the tulpa, whether it's depression, anxiety, ADHD, you know, similar things, chemical imbalances. Now, as far as autism is concerned, since they do share the same brain, these two consciousnesses, or more in some cases, they still have are affected by the physical differences, but. Other ones, tulpas seem to be immune to, or are not necessarily affected by. From a lot of things I read, what it comes down to is what the voices are telling you to do. So if the voices tell you to do bad stuff, they consider you mentally ill. If the voices tell you to do good stuff, they're not so concerned about it. <laughs> well, it seems like some of that's like schizophrenia to me. <laughs> but only if not they're ba- saying bad things. If they're yeah. saying other things, you're, you're, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. That's just weird to me. So basically... Probably they only just really could want to, you know, be concerned over ones that are being told bad things because, like, will they act on they're, them? Yeah, being told mm-hmm. bad things. Right. That could well be. Bad things are always more concerning than good things. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Because bad things are, well... Bad. They're bad. And good things are not not that bad. Yeah, not so bad. Good things. Yeah. So basically, Atolpa is an imaginary friend in this modern Western version of Tolpa called Tolpamancy. Mm-hmm. A person decides they want a companion, so they make one up. They can be any form or have no form at all. Eventually, this Tolpa will take on a personality of its own. It has its own likes, dislikes, its styles, all that kind of stuff. They say it's you're basically raising a consciousness from a child state into an adult state in your own head okay and so at first it's not able to communicate with you with words you'll maybe think something and you'll feel a throbbing in your head maybe you start to feel emotions that aren't your own in your head you know something happens and something there's a fear in you that normally isn't there like maybe that's just you convincing yourself that you've done it though it could be Eventually, they're able to hear a separate internal monologue. They also sometimes will set up these imaginary worlds in their head, these like wonderlands where they'll interact with their tulpa or tulpas. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I saw some stuff about that, and that's just. Or and there's also ones where it's like trying to like control your own dreams and. Yes. That. What is that? Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Yes. Yes. yes it's these kind of meld in some points the topomancy and lucid dreaming i think it's just people with like no fucking friends and nothing else to do with their fucking time i don't know can't socialize very well and so they're just like in their own head like all the time i mean they they do say that they can hear them they can hear their thoughts that are not their own in their head and they can hallucinate it 
auditory or visual or whatever, but they're doing it to themselves. I mean, they usually know that it's impossible or that they no one else can hear it. Mm-hmm. It's hallucinations they control. They call it imposition. Yeah, it's basically just a self-induced hallucination. Exactly. But they're able to interact with it, and it fits into their lives as if they're actually physically there. So as far as they're concerned, there's this other entity, whether it be a, another person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they may act like it's there, but it's no one. You can't see it, and I can't see it. Right. We can't hear it. Well, it's not even really physical, too, because I watched this one thing, and it was just really sad because this guy's interviewing this girl who has a tulpa, I guess, and he said, well, is there anything that you, like, you know, don't get out of this relationship with your tulpa? And she's like, well, the only thing it doesn't help with is when I need a hug. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Right. Like, this is just, just basically, like, this chick who's just said, like, you know, she's super smart, but doesn't have, like, any friends at all, so she creates her imaginary friend. But the only downfall of her imaginary friend is that he can't, like, physically hug her because, you know, that's something that we all fucking need and stuff. But, yeah, like, ugh, I don't know. And it's just fucking weird. Like, Jesus, go fucking get some fucking friends. Right. <laughs> well, then there's the... Please. I mean, it gets it gets a little bit... It gets, it gets weirder here with the possession. Uh, so, yeah, okay, so she did that too. And I mean, it's just fucking weird, and you're just like, oh my god, I feel like I'm just watching like a fucking crazy person. So basically, it's in, in addition to interacting with the tulpa in your head, you're able to give yourself over to the tulpa. So the tulpa is using your... Mm-hmm. You're like a host. Your body is like the host for the tulpa. Yes, and so it walks around, it talks, it does whatever your normal body does. And this is something that they practice. So they'll first try and give their tulpa, try and allow them to move their finger, mm-hmm. and then eventually teach them how to use their body. Now, occasionally, it's said that this happens to some people prior to them actually being able to speak with their tulpa in their mind. So the tulpa will take so over their body like, uh, okay. and leave notes for them so that they can find these notes, and that's how they interact. Leave notes for them? Like, what kind of notes? Oh, I don't know. I, I drank all your beer. I don't, I don't know. Notes. Yeah, but how is the note written? Like, like they'll write a note? A physically write a note, physically type it onto night, a note pad on a computer. Night. Physically write a note, like, on a piece of paper. and like With their, with their host's body, yeah. Record and messages. host is not aware of this. Right, right. They sort of... Uh, it's, if, like, it's like creating another personality. It's like giving yourself, like, multiple personality disorders. Except something. you can't. I mean, you can't give yourself a mental illness like that, can you? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't. It's think, like you can hurt you yourself. Can. You can hurt your own body physically. Oh well, yeah. Physically. Like you can't give yourself cancer, but you sort of like can do a lot of fucking shit. I mean, I'm sure there's actual ways you could possibly give yourself cancer. Oh but yeah, you can't you like smoke just a bunch of like, cigarettes. Yeah, but chew a bunch of tobacco. That'll give you cancer. It's not like all guaranteed, but you can guarantee like physically inflict harm upon your body so why can't you do that to your mind you might not be able to give yourself the actual mental disease that some people have that would cause them to have mpd but you can certainly fucking reinforce it in your brain over and over again and maybe 
but happens or whatever. And they try. I mean, they definitely try because, because they're fucking got way too much fucking time on their the hand main, and don't have enough human interaction. The goal of some of these people is for the main personality to become a tulpa instead of the original tulpa. Because they like that version of themselves better. Maybe. They call it switching. So it happens enough that they have a name for it. You're a switcher, aren't you? I'm switcher. sorry. That's my tulpa talking right now. <laughs> is it now? So yeah, my tulpa is more of like a total fucking like bitter cunt. A lot of this Tulpa thing <laughs> came from fans of the recent My Little Pony cartoon. What? It's called Friendship is Magic. Friendship is Magic. And That's what more of these fucking people need in their goddamn life. And it... Friendship with actual people, not with imaginary friends. Well, it became popular. My Little Ponies don't have imaginary friends. They right. are a highly socialized network of magical ponies um, that have very complicated social relationships sometimes <laughs> right. but often it involves some sort of lesson on like how to be like a better friend to others and stuff like that but you know my little ponies don't have fucking imaginary friends well this it became popular on a 4chan fan site of this cartoon and it seems the reason that there's like one particular episode i uh, know it's it, the the whole the, the whole, whole series the whole series interesting and so when it first started whenever that was adult males started a fan site on 4chan and mainly adult males there's some adult females too i'm like really not liking the sound of this but so the reason <laughs> adult males starting a 4chan uh, thing well, about my little ponies see it seems the reason they ended up on 4chan was that other places on the internet where they were discussing these tulpas didn't really welcome them anymore they would really i wonder why because admins, it would, a, admins would delete the the posts they made or or ban the people or you know non-admins were probably shit talking and trolling them so the my little pony channel is where they landed and apparently they fit in there because the bronies who are on this channel were inadvertently making pony tulpas Based on their pony persona. This sounds like a fucking like sex pervert thing to the max. This is why they're getting fucking kicked out of other groups by admins. Because <laughs> they're like, clearly, clearly you are. Well, it's not. It doesn't seem <laughs> to be overly sexual any more so than okay well no well you know like what are those ones that like to dress up like the fucking stuffed animals the furries is that what they are right okay. I was like literally assaulted <laughs> by one on the streets of downtown Seattle. Were you really? the bars. What kind of animal was it? It was a fucking panda bear. <laughs> and it fucking came up behind me and like put its arms around me and would not like leave let me go. I'm just like walking on the street and these I'm like accosted. So you were accosted by a drunk panda. I was accosted by a drunk panda, but it definitely felt sexual in a way that I just knew this was like not cool what was happening. Well, and I was like, oh my god, get the fuck off me, fucking panda bear. And finally it like released me and I'm just like, Were you Jesus. wearing a tail of any sort? Did you have ears I on? I was probably, you know, I was probably dressed like I was asking for it. Like, right, I was but you weren't, you weren't physically like wearing a You weren't physically wearing a tail. No, I was not wearing it. I mean, that wasn't like a thing. Right, well, yet. I mean... You were accosted with a panda, and you're telling me a tail wasn't a thing. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, the those fucking, like, ravers now and whatever that go to all the festivals, and they're always wearing, like, the fucking ears and the tails. Right, right. Yeah. 
Like that wasn't really a thing yet. That was because this was so long ago. Right. But so, it was definitely so you some fucking freak dressed up in a panda suit. <laughs> That's fucking on funny. the streets of downtown Seattle, coming That's up and fucking, fucking accosting funny. me. At least he had a full suit on. Oh my god! Still, it was just so fucking wrong. <laughs> So fucking wrong. I didn't even know what that shit was. But finally, like when I found out what it was, I was like, yeah, that's what it was. I always knew that there was some fucking like weird fucking sex shit involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you to be fair, there's probably weird sex shit in almost everything because humans like to have sex. This is true. And And some like it weirder than others, as as we can see with your fucking story of the My Little Pony fucking worshippers or whatever the the fuck. It says well. It doesn't say anything about any pony sort of play, sex thing. Pony things. play. Pony what? Pony play. Is that what you were calling? No, it? pony persona. Pony persona. I well, like the okay. Like I think you know, pony play is probably you know involved in that too. Well, it's mainly. I mean, bronies. It's bro and ponies. Isn't there so like a whole? There's a whole sex thing with pony play. So there's mainly it involves like adult butt males. plugs with like manes and stuff like a horse the tail. Manes, maybe a horse tail, but the mane goes on the back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a fucking expert on all this. All right, it's a fucking tail then. But these Gross. these guys, they make the saddles, avatars. Saddles, they actually make them wear saddles and stuff. And so these guys, they make the avatars for themselves on their on their website. They write fan fiction. This is the 21st century, so they're animating cartoons, fan cartoons. Right, but that's not, you know. And all that kind of stuff. Now, I didn't watch any of these, so I don't know. Maybe they've got X-rated Are ones. Are you sure? I, don't know. I think you did. I fucking think you did. I think some of these may be a good thing to sit down and watch with the kids because, you know, it's <laughs> just another episode of My Little Ponies that they haven't seen before. Uh-huh. Do your daughters watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? They do fucking watch My Little Pony. I think that's a movie, like one of the longer ones, Friendship is Magic. There's a Maybe. few. There's a few out there and they watch them. The really weird ones are um, like the... God, what the fuck are they called? Equestria Girls. They're like a spinoff of My Little Pony so they're half human, half pony teenagers. Half human, half pony. Te- they're like centaurs. They're kind of like centaurs, except that it's not like half and half in that way. Like they <laughs> like left have, and right. <laughs> yeah, there's no like the left half yeah. is human, the right half is a pony. No, it's more like a mixture. Oh, weird. It's like a fucking pony with like humanoid features. So it's a bipedal pony. It's a bipedal pony with like breasts. And but you know they kind of like the Ninja Turtles are bipedal turtles, right? Right, exactly like that. So that's pretty weird. It is pretty weird. Do they're they really have ninja weird weapons? Looking. No, they don't have ninja. Super weapons. weird. Without ninja weapons, I don't give a fuck. Their about power that kind of thing. is fucking friendship and shit. Okay. Maybe they need to get swords. I mean, there's just all yeah. That's just weird. They would create something out of My Little Pony. Have you ever seen that fucking episode of The Magic School of Us that's like super fucked up? Probably not. Oh my god. There's this one where they're learning about salmon spawning. <laughs> <laughs> and they, the kids turn into like the eggs. We're like, oh, we're like the eggs that the mother salmon just laid. And then the fucking male salmon comes over and fucking jizzes all over the kids. Well, that's how... <laughs> salmon spawn yes i know that's how salmon spawn more of a bukkake scenario than a whole he made the kids the fucking eggs that the fucking salmon jizzes all over i mean it was so fucking (laughs) you've got to teach kids with first-hand experience sometimes and i guess sometimes that means (laughs) oh my god yeah i guess so 
and that you know hey there might be a time where it you know gets sprayed all over your face or what have you not fish semen you, know. <laughs> you see where i'm going with I, this. I see where you're going with that <laughs> i mean that's basically what tulpas are and who both in the traditional and the weird fucking internet right and the buddhist belief and the tulpamancy belief are, are quite a bit different I like the Buddhist better. It's ba- it's assisting in enlightenment, uh, traveling to your spiritual realms, teaching lessons in a way, and not not having them stick around. In Tulpamancy, they seems to be a little bit more codependent sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's also in a way fits in with quantum mechanics. How does it fit in with quantum mechanics? Um... So in Tibetan Buddhism. It's taught that the physical world we experience is created from our thoughts, and so our reality is an illusion. Quantum physics says pretty much the same thing, just in a different way. Until observed in some way, reality does not exist. So everything is happening at the same time and not at all until you observe something. Is this that like that thing about like the tree falling in the fucking forest? I think that's more on the Buddhist end. Yeah. But pretty much until with in quantum physics, it's everything is happening and nothing is happening until okay, it's yeah, observed. Quantum so, physics, like, I don't know. I fucking can't wrap my mind around that shit. And I'm so smart it's enough to pretty understand that. complicated shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I dumbed it down way so everything down. and nothing is happening all at once. Right. Until you observe it. And then it goes one way or the other. Reality is an illusion, and we create it from our thoughts. It's a very similar Right, except thing. that also reality is like reality. Like you and I are experiencing the same reality, like right now. Maybe. Maybe the reality I'm experiencing is different. I mean, Maybe. Maybe I don't you're know not even you're fucking real. Maybe, you know, this is all my reality going on right now. You're just a part of my reality. Could be. You don't even fucking exist without me. That's possible. Whatever. It's very possible. My bottom line is that I believe that some of the stuff with the the traditional tulpa, I believe that our minds can definitely do some fucking powerful shit. And I also, like, don't really doubt a whole lot that there's a bunch of fucking people out there with not enough actual human contact that they just go in their own heads and create their own fucking imaginary friends. Like, it's not something I would want to fucking do, though, or spend a lot of time on. Like a great idea, as far as I'm concerned, either. Well, yeah. I mean, I either maybe you'll physically create something that can go wildly out of control, or you'll cause yourself to be in a dissociative state. That. Well, here's here's sort of a cautionary tale of sorts. It's about a guy. This is his internet name. It's not his real name because mm-hmm. that's the only way we only thing we know about this is from his Tumblr, long ass Tumblr blog. Weird. It's Coomer is his name. And is his it Coomer or Kumar? Coomer, K-O-O-M-E-R. <laughs> okay. Coomer and his Tulpo named Ogwigi. Ogwigi. Yes. Now, this is a brony scenario here, so it's a pony Tulpa. Dude. So they were very interested in switching. <laughs> Coomer. Are you sure switching isn't another, like, thing no. when it's involved in the pony? Like, maybe that just involves, like, Using a switch and like whipping somebody. I it's possible, but I don't <laughs> Maybe think we're so. taking switching completely out of context. I, yeah, no, they were <laughs> they were interested in possession and okay. switching. Okay, 
So possession, then maybe some switching. That's, I guess, how it goes. Is first they possess you, and then the switching happens. The actual switching, or like some, you know, like switching. changing places. Mm-hmm. Changing places. <laughs> this guy and the pony is a female pony. Of course, it's a female pony. And eventually, Coomer gives up his body, and it's just so the female pony. It's just Aguigi in charge. She's and remained as a per, in his mind for months. And there's all kinds of posts all about it. It's crazy. Like you go through and you read this shit, and it's. You remember that episode of Reno Nine One One with that fucking what was that one guy that they were always like arresting, and he like he was always at like the fucking whorehouse. Oh, Terry. Terry. No, no, Terry was the gay one that was on the roller skates. That was always that was Terry. But oh, but he was he was always the prostitute. Yes. Yeah. There was the other guy that was always there. Um. You know, he wanted to like read to the women. Like at one point, like you know, they're like, "Sir, you're not going to read to these women." And I think I'm, I might kind of remember that episode. Yeah, and like no, but there was this one where he wanted to like, you know, like fuck people with like a horn, like a unicorn, like he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, "Dude, get this fucking guy out of here." But yeah, I mean, I can just totally see somebody like that too, in all this, because I don't know. I feel like this is just like uh, continue with whatever's blog, <laughs> but it's just oh my god, it's just that somebody just like totally fucking possibly sick aspects to it. That <laughs> well, at any rate, he's hanging out in the back of his mind basically, and Ogwigi is doing all day to day, going to school for him, all that kind of shit. At the same time, I guess they've been eating all kinds of drugs. Didn't say specifically what kinds of drugs. That's just so surprising to me. But that they drugs said would be in this. that he lost his body to dark entities of some sort. Mm-hmm. So then he gets possessed externally because he was already open to it because he had been letting this pony take over his right, right body. Okay. Now the pony helps him fight against the dark entities. Oh my Apparently god, he's... do like rainbows shoot out of her fucking ass that way? Like... I don't know, but you read these posts and it gets really dark. Seriously, like a spiral into like deep, deep depression. It's really fucked up. Yeah, it I didn't read all of them. Up. I sort of skimmed it because 19 pages, there's a lot of shit there. But Oh my god. I mean, it was, it was some it serious end? shit. How does it end? Uh, he eventually reclaims his body with his tulpa helping him. And his tulpa is typing, uh, is blogging at this point because he's not able to control his body anymore. And she says it reminds her of when he was teaching her to use his body. So it starts out with just able to control a finger until it you know, moves up to the whole body and reteaching him how to walk and talk and shit. Oh my god. That's... And once he regained control of his body, he decided he had been deluding himself the whole time, that this is all fucking bullshit, and he was quitting Tulpomancy. And so there is, see, I believe most of this should happen in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a 2015 post at, for near the end of 2015 that said he was doing okay. And then one in 2016 said still doing okay. And then one eight months ago saying that he's still doing okay. So at this point, uh, up to eight months ago, he's doing he's doing just okay. fine. Yeah, he quit the whole to... Tulpomancy thing right. and... Probably quit some drugs, too. Probably quit some drugs, too. I would imagine. So that's... Stopped convincing himself that he was a fucking part of a, you know... Plurality. Plurality. That's when there is more than one consciousness in a body. Mm Mm-hmm. And this occurs naturally. 
just like the person has always been like that ever since they were a child. It can happen through trauma, usually during childhood, but not all the time. So, well, you know, yeah, like MPD, like the multiple personality disorder is yeah. often the result of childhood trauma. So they that's, you know, that's that, going that's going to your plurality. like fucking, you know, oh, go off into this other place while you're getting fucking like raped and shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they, and then those... your mind actually starts to fucking do it in like crazy ways where it creates like a whole nother. Yeah. And th- those people's those people's are living in a plurality. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there is the last way, which we've been talking about this whole time, which is a way in which you construct a new consciousness and allow it to live in your brain. And this can be intentional or accidental. Right. But most of the time it seems like it's intentional, like you're intentionally giving yourself like something that most people who actually suffer from a disease of, you know, mental disorder like that don't wouldn't want for anything because it can yeah, because you can't really but function. Again, you can't really function in the. If the like voices a, are telling you good things, if you always have this voice that's going, "Yeah, Johanna, that's awesome. You are so cool. Great job, man. Fucking nice one on that one. Oh, that right. was hilarious. I totally do not have that voice. Just going like on sitting on your shoulder, just the angel on your shoulder telling you that everything's awesome and that you're a cool motherfucker. No, I think that can actually be very bad because I think I know some people that are like that, and <laughs> right, but they completely de- like suck as fucking people because they're so convinced on how fucking awesome they are right but they're not you know they're not depressed they're not depressed but they're just fucking assholes they don't have a voice sitting on (laughs) a voice telling them you should take your gun and shoot that guy in the fucking face or you should burn down that house or but you know it can be just as bad like go on you're fucking awesome you deserve this shit right but not dangerous to others maybe maybe not you never know like you're so badass Become a giant capitalist pig and fucking totally exploit capitalist others. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like you know somewhat believe in capitalism. I'm not a fucking communist. No, no. But yeah, I'm just saying. There's plenty of people out there in power that fucking suck total ass and. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, and maybe they have like good voices. Maybe. I would think a lot of them have a lot of fucking like good voices that are patting them on the back and telling them how fucking awesome they are all the time. I don't know. Depending upon what they did to get where they're at, maybe that, maybe <laughs> that doesn't even help anymore. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily a good thing. You know, they've got the thing they call the tulpa effect. And that's the unintentional creation of a tulpa based on a collective belief of a being with similar traits. Okay, so you're talking about the evil hat thing. A uh, spring-heeled jack. Maybe. Tons of people believed in spring-heeled jack. It was reported in the newspapers. But I think that's more like people convincing themselves that something is like real versus actually creating a physical manifestation of fear. But we don't have proof of either. I don't, yeah. I just somehow don't think that like that fucking hat came alive. Right. Well, that's okay. I believe that a lot of people saw the fucking hat and were convinced it was a fucking demon. Right, right. Like, I totally buy that 100% that they're, you know, that nobody even checked it out because they were so convinced and maybe it, was... it did move because the wind blew. Yes, exactly, because the wind fucking blew it. That's how it got in the goddamn tree in the first place. Shit, maybe it didn't. It maybe it did chase them because the wind blew it finally. And out it started and down running the towards them, and they're just like, "Oh my fucking god!" Fucking lost their shit and ran. Yeah. And we all, especially when you're 100. They had another X Files about this, except it wasn't actually a tulpa. It was the fact that people uh, thought all these cockroaches were like killing people, and so they would see cockroaches and fucking panic and freak. That's great. Yeah, because they were convinced that they were like killer cockroaches when actually they weren't. It was just fucking people being fucking stupid, basically. Well, you know what Slenderman is? 
actually i haven't heard a whole lot about slender man slender man it's... except that somehow there's there's a legend involved and it ended up being like some fucking like kids like killed some well it wasn't kids. really a legend what happened is several years ago it was like make a creepy thing mm-hmm. contest on some website and so someone drew this slender man which is right have you ever seen the doctor who that's got the silence in it no, I okay, haven't well, watched any Doctor Who. It doesn't this. have, they're just like it has a suit or wear dark <laughs> clothing and a hat and doesn't have a face. Mm-hmm. And apparently, we're, we're according to the, the lore that was created, that everyone knows is created, that no one thinks happened in the past because there is a clear time when the fucking things, documented time when the fucking things started, was that when he gets close by, electronics start to fail. There's several video game, mm-hmm. horror, horror style video games made like flash games and shit about slender man well these two girls a few years ago in 2014 lured a third girl into the woods and stabbed her 19 times jesus fucking christ this was in waukesha wisconsin but the girl that got stabbed managed to crawl herself out of the fucking woods and was happened upon a cyclist and he called 911 she was in the hospital for six days but she did recover well, that's good. All of these girls were 12 at the time. Yeah. The girls that did the stabbing said they did it to prove loyalty to Slender Man so they could become his followers and thought that the murder was the only way to do this. So clearly just some girls that lacked parental guidance in any way. I, I don't know. I mean, <sighs> it's it's hard to say. I wouldn't blame it on the parents. I mean... When oh, I, I was would a blame kid, a lot of shit. Well, when I was a kid, I was allowed to run free and far and wide. And I'm sure in Waukesha, Wisconsin, it's a pretty safe place aside from the stabby 12-year-olds. Right. So allowing your kids to go out and do stuff is probably a pretty common thing. Probably so, but it's not so much just allowing your kids to go out and do stuff. It's connecting with your kids when they're around you. Right, right. Well... Which That's I think is probably something, something that, that that was lacking right there. If you have that much possible. time to come up with and decide that you're going to worship Slender Man and carry out some sort of horrible crime without your parents didn't even know it, it's because your parents are totally like, dude, I'm so glad my kid is 12 and I don't have to pay any attention to it. Possibly. <laughs> and that's well, possibly how that kind they of just, stuff happened in my, in my opinion. I mean, it's some hard kids to say. are just I fucked mean, up, but I think without actually so knowing... many parents kind of like just dislike their kids. Like they take care of them, but they're just because they have to. Yeah. Right. And basically they get to a certain age and they're just like, yeah, I'm done looking out for you and actually enjoying spending time with you. And that's it's just true. more like just get out of my face. And but kids can be cunning too. And kids so maybe, can be. Oh, maybe I'm not these two girls that, were just, but... I mean, cunning enough that they were able to hide their murder plans from their parents. True. Uh, but no. I would say that that's um, a less likely scenario. Not that that's never happened, but I think. I think the fact that maybe they just weren't having like family dinner or whatever <laughs> every or night with their parents. Although I, that's me being a fucking hypocrite saying that because I fucking hate family dinner. <laughs> my parents maybe do family dinner like every fucking night. So now with my kids, I'm just like, no. Eat wherever. Yes. And I'm just Eat not whenever. a fan of like eating in front of people in general. Like I just want to go up to my room and. Shovel shit into your mouth. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't want to have to like sit around a table and. I don't know. They just kind of, they did it so much that I just, 
I like family dinners, like family gatherings when we have guests over or you're all stressed it's a out. Special like, occasion. But I can't eat like a fucking caveman now. God damn yeah, it. Well, I hate cooking I'm sure anyway. That's what so it is. trying just... to like cook the same thing for everyone, like all at one time so that we're all sitting together and eating. It's mostly like for me, it's like, okay, here's one kid's fucking shit. You know, here's your food. All right, now, oh, here's your food. Here's your food. All right, now I'm going to make my food. And, and then you just go up to your room and use your hands and just yeah, shovel it. Yeah, exactly. Your That's hands just in a how funnel. I do it. Yeah. But I do spend a lot of time with my kids other than that, though. I so don't... they're probably not going to go murder anybody? So I think, yeah, I think it does neg- negate the fact that, yeah, I don't fucking do family dinner a lot with my kids, but I do uh, spend a lot of time hanging out with them and still communicating with them. So I think that I think that's helpful. Well, in October of this year, these girls were found not guilty due to reasons of right, insanity. I, okay. And I'm not sure if I they think... will be spending time in mental hospitals. I'm sure that's how it works. If I mean, you're obviously probably, a danger to other people. You probably so... have to be locked up in some sort of mental facility for until you're de- into i don't know i mean that was three years say ago that you're not fucking crazy anymore so now they're 15 maybe 16 depending upon when their birthdays are sometimes it's until you're deemed not crazy anymore and sometimes it's like you have still have to reach a certain age right. and be not crazy anymore and so is slender man a tulpa it was did they believe that he actually existed enough that they will kill someone else for it yeah, I think you can convince about anything, anybody that something exists, though. I mean, look at all the people that, like, worship fucking Christ and that worship Satan. Although, I mean, Jesus, I believe, did exist as a person, but for sure. But yeah, it's, um, look at fucking Scientology. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I mean, you can be, you can convince people to believe in just about anything. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's, like, an actual, um, existing thing behind it but if you believe something doesn't it exist to you right so so there you go yeah that's uh hope we've made everything really clear for you yeah (laughs) did you have any other stories about tulpas or anything that you found joanna not really nope nope all right well we've about covered tulpas and the weirdness around them yeah so Thank you all very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Take care now. Hey! You! Listen to this podcast right now! Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Like movies, music, television, and more? Oh my god. Well, you've come to the right place. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophy, hosted by me, Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophy. That sounds so awesome. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash stranger than podcast, our Twitter at underscore stranger than, or drop us an email, stranger than podcast at gmail.com. That's stranger than podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.